Hey everybody, it's Monday, December 12th, and this week on Texas Rangers with the boys, Kevin and Bull, they're going to delve deep into that prospect list. They're going to put together 20 prospects, and then on Friday, we're going to reveal our top 20 list. Tune in all week on Texas Rangers with the boys. Welcome back to Texas Rangers. We are the boys. My name is Kevin Frazier, a.k.a. YBK, your boy Kev. You can find me on socials at Kevin Lee Frazier. Welcome, everybody. Also, my co-host, the man, the myth, the legend, the beard that literally has no end, and a man who I know, just coming off a juice fast, is always hungry. The 300-pound animal, a.k.a. Bull. Bull, how you doing today? Where can they find you on socials? I'm pumped about the show today. Man, I'm doing good because, you know, today we're going to talk about my favorite thing within the Rangers. Within the Rangers uh, organization, we're going to talk about some prospects. You know I oh, love I talking about prospects. The, I thought you were going to say the all-you-can-eat uh, seats uh, in in left field or wherever it's at. I thought that was going to be your favorite thing, but I digress. Oh, well, I do love all-you-can-eat. Like, I like to buy the all-you-can-eat seats, but I don't like to sit over there with the people that are buying that are in the, the – like, I like, to, I like to venture out when I go to the ballpark. I'm not a big – not a big one section sitter when I when I go to the ballpark. I prefer I prefer to sit in uh, in all the different sections. So you know, I'm not I'm not one of those guys. Where, uh, but I digress from my talk about where I sit at the ballpark. But uh, we'll uh, talk a little bit about these uh, prospects today. So I'm excited about that. I've got uh, seven right now that we're going to talk about today. Seven we're going to talk where? about tomorrow. Oh. What's that? Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, I interrupted you. Sorry. And we got, we, we, so we've got 20 prospects that we're going to talk about this week. And then Friday afternoon, evening, morning, whenever it is we get together to do Friday's show, We'll rank our top 20 prospects in the Rangers organization. And they're probably going to be a little bit different than everybody else's. But I'm a different cat. Hey, you can you know, tell that if you watch me or if you find me out there on Twitter at Manimal Bull. If you find me at Instagram at Manimal 300. And then no progress on TikTok. I got sidetracked. Mike Leach almost died today. You know, I good oh. priorities, you know. And uh, if you want to. If you want to, if you want to, if you do the Facebook thing, I'm on the Facebook thing. It's Bull Pro. You can find me on there. I'll probably be telling jokes. <laughs> well, uh, what an amazing introduction that we uh, just had. I feel like our intros get longer and longer, but rightfully so. It might end up being my favorite part of the show. Uh, secondary, uh, secondarily obvious to the content. But yeah, I'm pretty pumped about this week. Uh, you know, we we're gonna we're gonna talk about the Rangers' top 20 prospects. Obviously, you know, Bull, you know, your ears to the ground. Uh, you know, out, you know, doing the legwork out at Frisco. You know, out at Round Rock. Uh, you know, out at Hickory. 
know, just really, really putting your, your boots to the ground so that you have the, your finger on the pulse of these prospects. Um, really excited to hear what, you know, just kind of what kind of scouting report you have. And then I'm also excited, you know, that we have something to look forward to this week. Top 20 list. I love lists. So uh, you guys feel, be sure to tune in all week long. We're not going to tell you them in any specific order. I think we're doing them alphabetical. And once we get to the end of the week, we'll have uh, rankings and you'll know how we feel, how the boys feel about the prospects on the Why don't we just stop talking in the business and let's talk about what? these first seven prospects. Who you got? The first one that I have, he was a uh, 2020 draft pick in the, sh in the uh, shortened draft from 2020. He was, uh, he was taken 127th overall. Um, Dane Acker. He, um, Dane. he's, he's, uh, right now he's at Hickory. He will probably start the season next year. If I had to guess, he will probably start the season again at Hickory. He only made four starts at Hickory last year, but that's not a hundred percent certain. He's one of those guys that he's coming back off of, uh, the old Tom John surgery. So he uh, pitched a little bit in down East in 2021. And then he had the, uh, the old Tom John surgery in May of 2021 and uh, worked himself back into the uh, rotation last year into the season. But I think he did enough last year at Hickory to justify uh, you know, getting that call at least at Hickory again to start the season, but probably, probably Frisco. I think that uh, I think they're probably just going to continue to move him, most likely because that would have been his most likely destination this year. Would have been Frisco, so I think like he's probably one of those guys that uh, he'll end up end up in Frisco this year. Um, at some point, he may start the season there. He may um, end up there somewhere, you know, early in the season, May or June, just to give him a little bit of a repeat at Hickory to see what he's got go. You know, see if he's if he's ready to move on. But I think for the most part, he's one of those guys. He uh, he throws, you know, ninety four to ninety nine. He's got a low eighties downer curve ball that's got a lot of power and spin he also um you know an upper 80s change up and uh, he throws a slider yeah. as well so he's a he's a four pitch pitcher so he's a starter he's got starter stuff and that's why i have included him in my top 20 this year whereas i don't know if he will be in the top 20 of every um every one of the rangers is uh, um Prospect list, list. coming, yeah, okay. list coming into the season. My, awesome. uh, um, but so, I think I think he's one of those guys that he's going to offer. He he's going to be a big league starter someday. Um, but I don't know, you know, I, I don't know right now if it's going to be middle of the pack or if it's going to be later in the, uh, or you know, middle of the pack in the rotation or if he's going to be a fifth starter just yet. I like it. So, so Acker, uh, so is he, I mean, could, he could be the next Jack DeGrom. 
I mean, you never know. Yeah, he, I mean, he could be. He, um, yeah, um, Jack, but I think Jack DeGrom, right? It's it's Jake, Jake DeGrom, but I don't think his. Uh, I don't think his. Jake. Jake, Jake. You you said Jack. I feel like this is know. turning into a bit, and I <laughs> hope it is. Have to check I the certainly tape. hope that it is. Um, it's. Uh, I. I think you said Jack. Might have said Jake. Doubtful you said Jake. Anyways, Dane Acker, twenty three, probably going to be twenty four right as the season starts. Exciting, exciting. Actually, I like the idea of a guy with that drastic, or I'll say dynamic of uh, speeds. Uh, a guy that can really crank it up there in the high 90s, but also his off-speed stuff drops down into the 80s, uh, even the low 80s. I mean, that's I, that's super important. If if a guy like that can get some location, I, I mean, come on, dude. That's 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 yeah, Pedro no, Martinez. I, I agree. I'm I not, agree. I mean, I'm not joking. I'm not being exaggerated. I, I agree. I'm not. I'm not saying like that's why he's you know coming off of Tommy John. He's in my top 20. Whereas I don't know if he will be in a lot of top 20 lists that you look at. He'll be in probably in the top 30 list that you look at. But I mean, I think that he, um, you know, I think he's going to be one of those guys that you're going to see somewhere around 25, 26 until after next year. And then he'll probably start uh, shooting up some of these uh, um, prospect lists through Baseball America, MLB some of the guys that do, you know, prospect lists just kind of for the, themselves in, in Texas. I think that you'll start seeing him kind of shoot up that list after he has a full season this year with um, um, with the either Hickory or Frisco. So I think you'll probably start to see him on more lists next year, especially probably closer to the top 20, top 15, maybe even top 10. He's just another one of these arms. Also, uh, real quick, I didn't mention this. I, I talked about him being drafted, but he was um, he was another piece in the Elvis Andrews Chris Davis trade from last what was it last year, two years ago before the season. Um, um, so he was he was that kind of that piece that uh, maybe he may make that. Uh, it's already been a win for the Rangers just by being able to get a starting catcher out of it. In, in Jonah Heim, but I mean, it's starting yeah. to become, you know, if they can get Dane Acker to, to become a big league starter and somewhere around the middle of the pack, maybe not Jack DeGrom, ah, but, Jack. but, uh, um, even if he can become one of those middle, middle of the, uh, middle of the rotation pieces somewhere down the line. Cause I mean, he's still a couple of years away from even being a serious contender to make it to the big leagues, but we'll kind of see this year. And, and I think that's like one of those things where, um, you know, that's why he's on my list, um, where maybe like he won't it. be on, on everybody's list. Dane Acker. And again, uh, guys, keep that name. May not see him on everybody's list. Again, you guys, every time Bull tells me about some prospect that I've never heard of, somehow we always hear about him. So who you got? Who you got? Okay. The next guy on our list. Um, he's still a really young guy. He's still 20 years old. So that means he was, you know, he, he's uh, been here since he was 16 now. He was, um, 
He was signed July 2nd, 2019 by the Texas Rangers. It was uh, part of a pretty decent spending class that they had in 2019 out of Venezuela. Um, he's a middle infielder. Uh, and that and that gentleman, Maximo Acosta, he's, ah. he's, he's right now, he's made it as far as um, A, down east. Um, so he's, he's with down east right now. I would say he probably moves up to Hickory next year and he'll, he'll kind of follow that guise of being the, the youngest player at each level he plays at or in that range of youngest player at each level he plays at. So he's going to be one of those guys that he's going to always be kind of behind, uh, everybody else, or, I mean, uh, he's going to be behind them in age. But in front of them, in you know, movement as far as the uh, minor league st- system goes. Now he's a second base shortstop, so he's going to be blocked at the top for the next several years. Um, so he may be one of those guys that, at some point at a deadline, he may get shipped off, or he may be one of those guys that they teach a new position to, if if his uh, you know if his slugging ever starts to really come around. Because right now he's a he's a below four hundred slugger, so he's still waiting on his power at twenty years old. Um, but you know he's a he's a you know he's he's a defensive minded shortstop that uh, can also play a fair second base or actually a pretty good second base. And uh, uh, you know for a teenager he was an advanced hitter, but he um, you know he's having a little bit of trouble at the next level. You know, turning that into the gap and power numbers, um, but I imagine that he could be a guy that can produce twenty home runs at some point in his career as he catches up to his ability, right? or as his body catches up to his ability. Question: um, uh, Yes. So, if you were to like, sometimes for me, I think it's best. Like, I can understand these prospects a little better just by maybe giving like a, a modern day example of maybe what their ceiling-ish and ceiling-ish meaning like doesn't have to be a hard line ceiling, but like somebody that he might have abilities to like develop into, like what's a, what's a, what's a guy, a target guy that a, he might be able a to A comparison develop? that I've seen used for him is uh, Gliber Torres. Oh, okay. So not, I mean, like that's an all-star type player. I mean, right. Uh, New York gets frustrated with him, but if they ever do send him out, some other team is going to cover him. Yeah. Nice, nice. Sounds so, like a good player. Yeah, I think he is. I think he's really good. I mean, I think he's going to develop. I think he's got a lot of developing to do. I don't exactly think that he's going to be around until maybe, I mean, uh, 2025 or 26 before he's really a serious player to be on a big league team. But, you know, that can change if he puts on 10, 15 pounds in the offseason, starts hitting home runs. You know, I mean, he may he may move up the the, the system a little bit faster. Uh, just it just depends on how things go for him. But uh, I think they're pretty they're pretty pleased with his with his movement. And uh, they're pretty pleased with how he's played so far at the at the uh, at the level that he's playing you know with the, whether it being last year for the rookie team or this year or last year 
for down east the year before that for the rookie team. I think they like, you know, I mean, sure, I'm sure they'd like to have some more slugging, but they like the idea that he gets on base at almost, you know, this last year he got on base at an 80% higher clip than his batting average was. And his batting average was 260, so it's not like, you know, it was a low batting average that kept him from getting on base. I just think, uh, you know, his walks of strikeouts, he's a two-to-one strikeout to walk guy, which isn't bad at all because there's a lot of guys that are three and four-to-one now. Three, four, yeah. and five to one, even. Um, and if he gets on base, I mean, he can steal bases. Uh, like it, you know. He stole forty-four bases last year at down east, so he's got he's got that uh, that ability to steal a base. And and you know, if he can get on the three sixty-one clip, that's a pretty good sight. Heck yeah! Sounds like there's a lot of athleticism right now uh, in the in the in the farm system for the Texas Rangers. So who we got? Who we got next? That guy. That that's exciting. Who who's, who you got so next? So as we as we continue to go down the list of alphabetical order, our next is Louis Angel Lacuna. Ah, a familiar Which is name. A guy the that show? it's not a guy that I, we're going to have to talk about a whole bunch. Um, he's he's a high you know he's a high ceiling kid that uh, we've talked about him a little bit that. He got put on the 40-man roster this year. I mean, in my opinion, solely because he's the type of dude that can hide his way into a big league career, uh, you know, on a different team. And the Rangers didn't want to see that happening to them, especially with him. You know, we talk about Maximo Acosta being 20 years old. Well, Acuna is the same age, and, he's you know, he's moving up the – he's moving up the uh, – the the system a little bit faster playing that same position where he's kind of a second base shortstop. I mean, I kind of look at him as a shortstop, but, um, you know, maybe right now Texas looks at him as a center fielder. So I'm not a hundred percent sure where that's going to be. Um, but he did, he did all right. You know, I mean, he, he did all right last year as, as a, I mean, basically a 20 year old playing in double a. So, uh, but he did. He did also. Um, you know, he he had a 900 ops at uh, at high A, um, hit 300, had a 900 ops. So that means you know he's getting on base at 100 percent higher clip than his, or 100 percent higher on base percentage than a hundred point better on base percentage than batting average. Sorry, um, but you know and. And that was over, but, you know, it, it went down considerably at Frisco. I got a chance to see him a couple of times last year. It's there. Like, that, yeah. that I think that pop and that big that big bat is there for him. I think it's going to be there for him. You know, I think there'll be a time where he hits more than, you know, 11, 12 home runs a season. But it's not just yet. Uh, I thought he had his uh, – I thought he kind of had a little bit of a breakout in the playoffs last year for Frisco where he, you know, had some big hits, made some big moments for that team and helped, you know, was a big part in helping them win a championship. I like it. I like it. I mean, spoiler alert. And again, I don't, I don't have the list guys. I don't have the list, but everybody on the show, bull included. No, I love predictions. I'm going to go with spoiler alert that, you might see Acuna 
in the top five. I don't know this for a fact. I don't have the list, but definitely blazing through the minors. Definitely a guy with the pedigree. Uh, definitely a guy that I think everybody in the league in general who knows who he is knows he's got a high ceiling and, and are excited to see where his career uh, is going to go. Um, Bull, who, who's, who's next on the list? I, I'm getting more and more anxious as we go down this list. Okay, so this kid right here, the, this next kid on the list, left-handed starting pitcher that last year in 18 starts at Down East had a 2.45 ERA and a 1.17 walks hits inning pitch. And he, and he had an opponent's batting average of 218. So I've decided to add him to my list of guys that I probably last year, even at the middle of the season, wouldn't have had on my list. But he has been added to my list this year because of what he did through a full season with Down East making 18 starts, coming back. Uh, Mitch Brott. Mitch, Mitch Brott, he is Brott. a 2021 15th rounder that Texas took. Um, he was out of uh, uh, the Georgia Premier Baseball Academy in Statesboro, Georgia. He was a Canadian kid. So there probably wasn't a whole lot of scouting on him prior to him getting to Georgia to be a part of the Georgia Premier Academy. Now, another thing that goes right along with all of the pitch, all of the players that we've kind of went over th- today, outside of Dane Acker, who is kind of like a, a younger guy because uh, of the Tommy John. But Brad is another guy. I mean, he's 19 years old. He's not going to be 20. I mean, next year will still be considered his 19th season because he's a he's a July kid. So he, I mean, basically last year as an 18 year old, he he was out. He was in he was in uh, down east, you know, just having a, a really really good season. So I just think, uh, you know, he's one of those guys that I added to my he added I added him to my list this past season after just taking a look at what he did at down east last year. And um, like I said, the low bat- opponent's batting average, the low walks or whip, and a pretty decent earned run average, especially being a 19-year-old or technically an 18-year-old uh, playing, playing way above as far as I'm concerned, where he probably, you know, I mean, that's where he's going to play, but like he's going to be one of the younger guys there. Um, you know, so I was kind of excited to see that he throws – Throws 90, 95 mile an hour fastball. He's got the curveball. He's got a change up. So he's gonna he's gonna pitch out of uh, you know with the three pitches at least going into you know going into the next year in Hickory, and uh, we'll see if he adds something as he uh, as he gets older and as he get has more time with with the Rangers system as he gets an opportunity to do instructs more often with the team. And uh, we'll see what he does next year when he hits spring eight, spring training, but he should be one of those guys that uh, you'll see on the backfields getting quite a bit of time 
in, in the spring next year before he gets sent to the minor league, you know, I mean, as he gets sent to the minor league camp and, and uh, you know, breaks camp probably with the Hickory Crawdads next year. So well, tell me the name one more time for the, for the people. Mitch Bratt. Mitch Bratt. Yes, Mitch, yes, Mitch sir. Bratt. Okay. I got him on and, the list I mean, Never heard of And if he kind of – and again, you know, he was uh, um, a Canadian high school prospect that ended up coming to Georgia to, to after the pandemic uh, in 2020 to be able to be seen a little bit. And uh, the Rangers took a shot on him in the fifth round. And, I mean, kind of like looking at what he's got and, you know, what, what they correlate his – his fastball curveball changeup. I mean, he's got, you know, third, fourth starter stuff. So we'll just kind of see, you know, how it goes from here. Uh, but I think uh, he's one of those guys that uh, it might be time to start getting a little bit excited about. Nice. So, all right. So who, who you got next? I hope you guys are okay. writing this stuff down. So the next guy this next guy. I mean, there, there's a good chance he's going to be my number one. I'm not saying that he will be. And also, uh, just for the sake of things, I don't have Josh Young on my okay. on my prospects list. I think of him as a major leaguer. I mean, he will be their number one prospect probably going into the season. But uh, I think he'll, I mean, he'll pretty much get done with that prospect eligibility around the middle of April. Right, right. So, no, one, no one, I think, is – is considering Josh Young a prospect if they are he's our third, third baseman. He's he's literally a prospect in uh major league time only. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So so we're gonna talk, you know, the fourth fourth guy or the fifth guy that we're gonna talk about today is Evan Carter. Oh yeah. We've talked about Evan Carter. He's a, a six four, two hundred pound outfielder that's played a lot of center field. I think he just won a gold glove for center field in the minor leagues this year. This is a guy in the, in the 2020 draft that they took 60th or 50th overall in the second round. And everybody thought the Rangers were crazy. They were like, what are they doing? Taking this kid in the second round, uh, you know, but somebody was on that. Somebody, somebody in the Rangers system, and I'm not really a hundred percent sure who it was, but um, uh, you know, they were on him and said, like, this is a five-tool potential kind of guy, and uh, you know, he was going to go to Duke, but I think the Rangers taking him in the second round and paying him. You know, one point two five million made him not want to go to Duke anymore. <laughs> yeah, and in basically, you know, all it took was him playing in a in a situation where everybody was looking at him, because I mean, he he pretty much took off last year in Del, in in Down East or with the Down East Ducks, the Wood Ducks. I had a four thirty eight on base percentage. Everybody, you know, he was. He was hurt quite a bit, but everybody kind of like when he was out there and when he was playing, they really saw that potential of what this guy could possibly be. I mean, a guy that didn't really slug at all, still having an 825 ops is, is pretty 
it's pretty fan for you know fan friendly team friendly all that stuff so this last year um he had a 397 on base percentage with a 489 slug for an 886 ops over two different uh levels this past year and uh i think you know it it even it even kind of went up as he moved up to higher competition i mean he hit four 429 and 21 at bats in in Frisco, which is a is a real small sample size, but I mean, my, uh, you know, I I wouldn't see why he couldn't hit at least the 287 that he hit in uh in Hickory that he could probably do that and repeat that same thing at Frisco this year, and uh, wouldn't be shocked if he was he made his way to AAA by the end of the season this year. So, you know, Evan Carter, he's on everybody's list right now. He's one of those guys that everybody's kind of picked up on him. Everybody likes what he brings to the table. He's a, he's a long, lean outfielder that covers a lot of ground. I, I do still think that he probably gets moved off of center field at some point, but it just depends on what the Rangers do in those spots too as far as what they do with Carter. I mean, because he may stay on center field just to – just to be that guy, you know, I mean, at some point. Right, right. You know, so and we, then move off we, of it later on. Well, we've we've definitely talked a lot about Carter, and we probably uh, would be serviceable to – because, again, another guy that will be on the list today we've already talked about as well. But who you got next after Carter? Because I feel like there's one more guy we haven't talked about. Um, the next guy that I have after Carter – um, he is a real, real young guy. He is not on everybody's list as far as um, Rangers top 20 list. He might be on a lot, some of the top 20 or the top 30 list, but his name is Daniel Cueva. And okay. there's, I mean, almost without possibility, he'll end up starting the season and playing most of this season with the uh, Down Eastwood Ducks. He is okay. an 18-year-old, really toolsy shortstop that um, he basically, I mean, they gave him a million-dollar bonus coming out, of, uh, coming out of Venezuela in 2021. He's... Very similar um, to Acuna and Acosta, um, but he's going to, you know, he's, it's just, they have a, they just have a line of these shortstops right now that are all super quality prospects between Acuna, Acosta, and Cueva. These are, Acuna, I mean, Acosta, Cueva. Acuna, Acosta, and Cueva. That's the guy <laughs> right now. Those are those three guys. But he uh, he tore it up. He tore it up this past year in the uh, in the uh, Rangers rookie league and the at bats that he got there. And his uh, 176 at bats. You know, he had a uh, um, just a. 330 batting average, 376 on base percentage, and a 483 slug for a guy that only hit five home runs. So if you take that into account, that, that slugging percentage is pretty decent for a guy that only had five home runs. And he got promoted last year before the end of the season to Down East. So 
this year in his first year, full year of being a, 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 a in the a, at the A ball level. I mean, I have I have a feeling that he's going to be one of those guys that's going to excel up the up the list. And I mean, when you when you start talking about Acosta, Kuna, and Cueva, I mean, you're starting to think about like, all right, one of the you know now we've got some real possibilities for trades and we've got kids that can really start uh, making other teams think, okay, yeah, maybe I do want to make a deal with the Rangers to get one of these young shortstops. Right. Especially if you're talking about a team that maybe has what the Rangers really need, which obviously is going to be pitching. uh, But yet maybe the timetable for that is not, doesn't match maybe their maybe competitive timetable, kind of much like with the Rangers, experience over the last couple of years, you know, why go, why, why let a guy sit here and just rot and play on a losing team when you could go out and get some, some farm hands that'll really help you in a two to three year uh, rebuilding uh, plan. So I, I think these guys could come up. And I think probably the, a lot of the names that we're talking about are going to be guys that we're going to see, you know, as the years go along go, Oh yeah. I remember when we were talking about that guy uh, in the system. So, Let's well, take it the home end, here. I think like we got Go one more. We got one more. We got one more guy that we, that that was uh, two, four, six. The seventh That's guy six. in alphabetical order. Or, no, this is the seventh guy. We're going to do seven today, seven tomorrow, yep. six on Thursday. Yep. We've been talking about him. He's a guy that you know. He's a guy that you like, and I think he's a guy that everybody kind of likes. Um, Justin Foscue. He is a, a college college hitter that they, you know, when they drafted him 14th overall in 2020, I mean, this is a guy, he was a hitter. They brought him here because he was a hitter. Um, he doesn't project out anywhere pretty much besides second base. He doesn't have enough arm to really play anywhere besides second base, maybe some left field. But they brought him here, you know, he, uh, he hit – in college, I mean, everywhere he's ever been, you know, he hit. He's he's kind of like one of those guys. You know, Mississippi State they they put together good baseball players that hit, and he's one of them. Whether it be Will Clark or Rafi Palmeiro or or Hunter Renfro, I think Foskey is going to be just like those guys, and he's going to hit in the big leagues. Nice. Well, and I think the Rangers may you know may service themselves of you know, maybe opening a spot for this guy, maybe in the designated hitter role or, or like you said, maybe left field, maybe give him a shot. Or like we just got through talking about with these other infield prospects, he might be somebody that tips of everybody lips as far as, you know, asking for him in a trade because we know that DH is universal now. There's a lot, of, there's a lot more room for just straight hitters uh, to get jobs now because, you know, how, you know Double, double the positions opened up. I think, I think either way, this guy's going to play Major League Baseball. We're pretty excited about him. Uh, and again, I, I, but I, as crazy as this is going to sound, I don't think that guarantees him a spot on your top five. Now, I'm not going to – I don't know. I haven't seen the list. But that just doesn't mean – just because they're Major League ready doesn't mean I think they're going to be on the top five. The only so, thing that might keep him in my top five is the fact that Young fell off. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll we'll have to – guys, you'll have to tune in on Friday to see 
what the top 20 looks like, who the top five are, who we believe are the best prospects in the Texas Rangers organization. Um, we really kind of dug in today. I, I think we'll make it a quick, a quick uh, landing here at, at the end of the show, a little bit of technical difficulties in the middle, but we made it. Uh, Bull, is there anything you want to say to the people before we sign out? Today is, is um, you know, we, we got through seven of these guys. We'll get through another seven of them tomorrow. And, uh, you know, I can't wait to, to uh, reveal my top 20 list on Friday. <laughs> I can't either, man. I'm excited. Well, guys, thank you all for tuning in. We really appreciate it. And this is Texas Rangers with the boys signing out.